golden episode of dwn productions thc podcast sponsored by fast custom shirts here at boygob.com now with a hundred percent more stick it in in your mouth joe toasty how's your week hey tom it was hot that's all i got to say about that shit you know what i'm doing i'm prepping stuff for the houston horror film festival that's what it's called uh next week tom i'm gonna be this there. weekend coming up this if weekend you're listening coming up, live you're gonna be there and uh we're just gonna be hanging out hoping to sell shit you know hopefully our friends you know people that we know don't come up to the table and try to hey man can you give me a break no fuck you dude you're my friend like quit doing that shit you know you know I need to make money, you stupid fuck. You know? <laughs> you know? That's true. That's true. I Joe, I could use a good a good payoff from this show to yeah. kind of even me out in life. Tom, I got very, <laughs> very many, a lot, I should say, instead of very, very many, because that doesn't make <laughs> sense. But I have a lot of pending invoices. And I've got, uh, last I checked, Friday... There was $22 in my bank, Tom. <laughs> nice. Isn't that fucking crazy? Isn't that fucking stupid? But anyway, yeah. What'd you spend it on? Uh, Action figures? Yeah, dollies. Hell yeah. Dollies, yeah. They made some new wrestling dollies, and I bought them. And they made some new uh, He-Man dollies, and I bought them because I'm all about nostalgia. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, man. Was... One thing I could never get into was fucking He-Man. Like, I had some friends from around the block. They were all into He-Man. I don't get the appeal. It came off as 
You know how it came off, Joe. <laughs> Homosexual F word, yes. Um, Teach their I, own, I though. That but was that part was of never... it, you know? Because I had, I drew, or I didn't draw, I painted a Prince Adam thing, and this uh, homosexual F word got super excited about it. And he was telling me that that was his first crush and everything. Like, he bought it, you know? Like, hey, and who is Prince Adam? He is He Man when he's not He Man, but he's the same dude just in a different costume. Like, you know, gotcha. when he's Prince Adam, he wears pink pants and a white shirt. When he's He Man, he wears Does like he a, ride a horse, he wears a bondage thing, you know, and um, his fucking pubic hair hanging over his penis, right? Yeah, some weird shit, man. Weird shit they were trying to sell to kids in the 80s, you know. Yeah, just the style of the figures. I didn't. Yeah, and don't I, even make get my Marvel. That's what I say. Yeah, you know, oh, <laughs> I, I was into Transformers. No, man, that's a whole fucking different thing. The whole trans thing is like implied right off the bat, and if you can't yeah. fucking see that, you're well. We well, used to call them Transformers, but I guess yeah. you can't do that anymore. I used to call Sorry. them gay F word formers, but you can't do that anymore. Yeah, I can't say I was uh, ever into the Transformers myself. Yeah, no, Tom. Yeah, I mean, you tried it once and it wasn't for you. I get it. Uh, I said, What is that? A penis? <laughs> you said you were a lady. <laughs> Something about the power of Gray Skull. I don't fucking know, but you had a good week. Know. Week was so hot, a Mexican waiter served it up to you and said, Hot plate, hot plate. It was hot. I wish it would have been more profitable. You know, I kept busy, you know, super fucking busy. Probably, you know, it's always this thing where like you're like so fucking busy but you're so fucking broke at the same time it's weird how that just fucking balances out like why why you know where did all that fucking money go what's going on here oh wait a minute you got cocky you were like oh i got this money coming in i can no these people still owe me money no i've got you know you know hey tom that's right that's right (laughs) yeah i still make money you living right right, joe you living right yeah It's got this money you could throw around. <laughs> oh shit. That's going good. That's good, Joe. What about you, Tom? Because I know things are always going good for you. How's your cock? <laughs> uh, I got the uh test results back. I didn't hear back from any of the doctors or anything. <laughs> I don't want to talk to that man. I know. No, you call him. Get the insurance company. Probably said it more with an accent. Get the insurance company to call him. (laughs) Oh, you see the same doctor as I do. (laughs) He hit my car once and said, Oh, why would you do this to me? (laughs) But yeah, it, uh, it said uh, no fluid buildup and no uh, <laughs> soft tissue masses 
or anything. So I'm just like, all right, I mean, that sounds like it's good. I didn't get a call from anybody, so that's all right. But then I'm thinking, oh, maybe they didn't take pictures in the right spot. I'm or thinking that's something that they've never encountered before. <laughs> yeah, this is something brand new that they don't know. Like, you know, I mean, soft tissue, the whole thing is soft tissue, yeah. you know. <laughs> Until it's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, that doesn't happen very often, but, you know, and what was the other thing you said? No soft tissue and no what? Fluid buildup. Right, yeah, you're not building up any semen in there. You know, it's, yeah, wells run dry. You got to get it out, otherwise you can't start your work day Mm. without cleaning the pipes. Mm. Some people drink coffee. I put my dick in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Some people drink. face fuck the Mac. Oh shit. With one X. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't want to accept uh upset uh Eric Larson. We could have, but you didn't want to watch the movie. No. Still got that, Joe. All right, let's Still do it right it. now. Put it on. Okay. <laughs> Boy, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me take a sip of this guy right here, and then we'll get into things, Joe. Mm. Crisp. Joe just got the new Umbrella Blu-ray of the hit motion picture, Kids. Have you seen it? I haven't seen that particular version, but I have seen the hit motion picture, Kids. How long ago did you see this one, Joe? It came out in the 90s, the mid-90s. I would The say, mid-gay 90s. I would say maybe the early 2000s is when I saw it. No, oh, so i seen this one before you, maybe. You did. I remember seeing this in uh, middle school. And uh, my buddy and I thinking, oh, it was just the coolest fucking movie ever. Edgy is what y'all thought. Yes, yes. Uh, Spoiler alert. So this is a movie shot kind of documentary cinema vierte style. And it's about this uh, punk ass teenager. I'm going to say he's high school aged, maybe 17, somewhere around there. Yeah, I think he must um, be high school aged. And uh, his big thing is talking like a fucking retarded person. (laughs) Trying to have sex with virgins without a condom. Because bitches like when you talk retarded back in the 90s, I guess. He sounds like fucking Biggie Smalls. This was your era of uh, trying to get laid. So was that like a thing? Like trying, you know, like skateboarding and jacos and shit? Uh, No. I mean, me and my buddy, we were uh, the skater kids or whatever. So, I mean, that was part of it. Like, oh, man, this is so cool. And yeah, because we'll get into the stupid shit that we wore later. 
And I got some stupid sure shit. God damn. So yeah, when I was a stupid fucking kid in middle school, uh, I thought this was the coolest movie ever. So it's about this fucking punk ass kid named Tully uh, going around. <laughs> Tully. <laughs> or Telly. My bad. T- not no, Tully. either Tully way, Savalas. that's a stupid fucking name. <laughs> like somebody, like it, if that's your name, wouldn't you rather be called something else? <laughs> <laughs> Bartholomew would be yeah. better. Yeah, call so, me sandwich. Uh, he raw dog and bails on a 13-year-old virgin. Not anymore. Tee-hee. His super cool uh, buddy Casper is waiting outside for him on the, the street. The friendly ghost. Mm. Rest in empowerment. Waiting on the stoop for him. And uh, he's drinking a 40 and then they're all talking, oh, man, fucking virgin, so good, man, I love her, I'm trying to fuck me virgin off. And then he's talking all wigger guy and shit. So uh, then we do like a hard cut to a group of girls talking. And, uh, you know, they talk their womanly things, knitting and housework and what have you. And uh, the two of the girls go and get a HIV test. Just a random one. <laughs> well, they're New That's York kids. They do. have to. Just on occasion, like, hey, let's go get HIV tests. Yeah, let's go, girl. Huh? I've got it. Sadly, the girl who only slept with one person, Tully, in fact, does have it. And that's when you find out that Telly or Tully, whatever this fucking idiot's name is, Telly Tully. Is just Telly Tubby's going around giving all these 13-year-old broads AIDS and shit. And it's like a race against the clock for, uh, I think her name's Jenny, to find Tully before he could plant his seed in another unsuspecting victim. And, uh, you know, it's just a bunch of kids doing drugs and having sex you could tell me a victor salva or brian singer directed this and i'd believe you because there's so many shirtless young men in this movie felt kind of weird and it was an embarrassment watching it this time around it was almost like this was some kind of weird kitty well you know not the cat but the k-i-d-d-i thing and yeah uh but back in the, the day, time, loved it, right? yeah. <laughs> back back in the day, this was uh this was a good one. Now it's like I really did feel embarrassed. I was just like, oh, I hope Lori doesn't wake <laughs> up and find me watching this fucking shit. Yeah, it was that guy uh, Casper just fucking this chick, you know, with her legs up in the air. Yeah. That's uh that's not just fucking this chick, that's rape, Joe right yeah so jenny tries to find uh what's his name telly tubby but he's already in the middle of doing the deed and since she's on drugs since she's a new york kid why wouldn't she be she just passed they have this party in the movie and it's all just like a bunch of 15 year olds and fucking there's like some 10 they're just all doing drugs and we'll get to it but uh yeah this i can't recommend anybody 
fucking go watch this or have anything to do with it at the time it was oh this is so edgy and cool but now it's just some fucking wiener kid try hard bullshit and we'll get into that a little more joe because there was an actual bonus feature on this blu-ray what? and it is a feature length documentary a called uh, length documentary. Documentary, yep. And it was called uh, "We Once Were Kids" or "We Were Once Kids," something very clever like that. And uh, it's pretty much talking about the lives of a uh, Casper and the weird-looking black dude from the movie. So when did I they think... make this uh, this documentary? This follow-up, I guess. Uh, a couple years ago, I'd say. So I'm guessing they're not talking to Rosario Dawson because she's like a star no, now. Joe. Okay. No. They're not talking to any of the stars from the movie, like the ones who are actual actors, mm-hmm. not talking to them. Uh, Casper and uh, Howard, I think his name is, or something, Harold. Casper yeah. and Harold, they're not talking to them because we find out they're dead. But <laughs> they have like the uh B and C team skater kids, like they're the ones who are being interviewed and shit. Mm. And uh they kind of tell the story of uh Casper and Harold because uh <sighs> they started out as like a skateboard, like a group of skateboarding friends and shit, and then <laughs> And then this old 50-year-old man who looks like that hello fellow children meme with Steve Buscemi, he walks in and starts buying them drugs and alcohol, according to this documentary, and uh, starts taking pictures of everybody and hanging around them and all this kind of shit, going to their parties and stuff like that. Joe? You're a you're a fifty fifty some year old man. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hang around a bunch of fifteen year old skateboarders, buying them drugs, getting them booze, and taking pictures of them and shit. No, because I'm not a fucking uh, pedophile. You know. Are you calling Larry Clark, the director of the hit motion picture Kids? Uh, well, you know, if that's what he's doing, I guess he's a fucking pedophile, you know? Well, I don't think he is, because that was never said or brought up, and I don't think you think he is legally. But, uh, yeah, that's what they said he was doing. He's allegedly. The, uh... <laughs> As they say. That's what this documentary claims he was doing. And then he got in with the kids and... uh. So did this writer who was a young guy who Larry was hanging out with called Harmony Kareem or some stupid shit like that. And this guy looks like a fucking goofball. He was in the movie and shit. He looks I like always the thought that was of Wiener Kids. Because no. you know, Harmony still makes movies like Spring Breakers and shit like that with a <laughs> Harmony movie. But I honestly thought that was a chick. It is not. It's a little wiener kid. Well, he's probably a little wiener man now because this movie was 30-some years ago, Joe. But, uh, 
yeah, so we just learn about uh like how Larry Clark infiltrated this group of children and then made a movie based on their lives and hired some of them to be in the movie and how he barely gave them any money and how this movie got so fucking big and they never got anything from it. And then Larry sold all the pictures and shit for thousands of dollars because it was part of the movie. And just like how Casper and Harold tried to get into other movies and shit. And Casper got in a few things, but Harold never did. And ah, didn't paint old fucking Larry Clark in a good in a good light. And there's a scene where it's like legit fucking 10, 12, like really, really young kids. There's like four of them shirtless sitting on a love seat together and they're smoking weed. And it turns out like they interviewed one of the kids and they were actually smoking real blunts and shit. I don't know. Very, very fishy thing. And learning all this, you're just like, hey, I don't want to fucking ever watch this goddamn movie again. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? That Casper dude, he was on The Wire, I think, for a few episodes. He played a junkie, so like really good at that role. Uh, and might have been in a Kevin Smith movie. No surprise there. But he's uh, in the second Friday. I know that. Yeah, he was Roach. Yeah, yeah, Roach. I don't remember those movies, but that's not <laughs> for next. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the documentary was all right. Most of the narrative is based around the uh, black dude in the movie who showed everyone how to roll a blunt. And, I mean, he's doing well. Now he moved to the Netherlands because America wasn't his thing, and he married a white lady. So You can do that in the Netherlands, I think. Uh, it was okay. Excuse me. I was expecting it to be one of these more making of and retrospective things and not really what it was about. It was more about the group of friends and how making this movie affected them. That whole thim- thing of Larry Clark being a 50-year-old and hanging around kids and that shit was very odd to me. But It's called kids. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, there was a uh, another special feature on there called, like, the real-life telly or something. And it's like, hey, watch this 50-year-old skateboarder who was almost in the movie. I was just like, ah, three minutes. I had enough. So <laughs> that was what the fuck ever. And uh, the commentary track, it's from some Australian bird. And she's talking like this the whole time, yeah? I think she has all her stuff written out because uh, in between saying what she wants to say, yeah, there's long pauses. Longer yeah. than that, like 30-second fucking pauses. Hey, we'll get to Tales from the Crypt uh, <laughs> season seven later, Tom. Nah, and her big thing is saying, oh, yeah, fuck a Harvey Weinstein, and she relishes in that fact. It's just like getting at somewhere and being like, hey, Hitler fucking sucks. Oh, man, can you believe she took that fucking strong stand on the commentary track? <laughs> I can't believe it. 
So it was fucking lame. She was just talking about fucking articles and other shit, like none of her own thoughts on the movie or anything. Some Australian film critic, I thought it was pretty lousy, but I listened to the whole fucking thing, thought about turning it off a couple times, but my hands were covered in paint, so... And yeah, I think that was it. If you want to see it, there's the uh, slip cover. There's the back. Don't give a fuck about slip covers. There's that. There's that. It's fucking weird. Reversible artwork. It's the same shit. Why? Uh, yeah, I won't be keeping this. So I who put that shit out? Because I, I umbrella have umbrella entertainment. That. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's an Australian company, but this is region free. It says region B on it, but it plays on my region free players. I didn't even bother. Or it plays in my region A players. I didn't even bother putting it in the region free player, but it does come out to the Houston Horror Film Festival. Jam your fist in my box, pull this out, and give me some money because I'll never watch this fucking thing again. I was legit embarrassed, fucking hoping nobody walked out seeing me watch this shit. <laughs> well, Tom, I don't have the package disc or whatever here, but I watched a full moon movie called The Resonator, and it has a subtitle, The Resonator Miskatonic U. And Fog, you know, I love that place. Right, we've talked about how I fucking hate anything that says Miskatonic University. But fuck it, you know, I had this disc. I didn't watch the disc because it's streaming. And I thought, well, I'll leave this in the fucking uh, shrink wrap. Shrink wrap. wants to buy it. Um, this, it starts out and says, hey, this is a... It, it pretty much says, this is an unofficial sequel to From Beyond, you know, the movie with Jeffrey Combs and, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Ken Farid. Black Santa. Yeah. Uh, or the DC uh, Sniper. The Already DC forgot sniper again. Standing in his underwear for a scene for, like, fucking, you know, seems like eight minutes. You know, he's just standing in his underwear. Kind of weird shit. But, uh, you know, as shitty as... As fucking uh, Full Moon is, this is a decent movie. It's got like a decent actor. What it doesn't have, you know, because this guy makes like a machine, you know, to like go to the other dimensions and like, you know, they start seeing shit and the chicks and the dudes start getting horny and they start wanting to fuck and everything. And there's little like fish and weird fucking creatures floating around. But that, that looks all shitty because it's really like shitty digital effects, you know? And I thought, oh, well, fuck man, you know, if they can make that look good, this is going to be a decent movie, but no, you know where they spent their money, Tom, is they paid Michael Paré, who is not a <laughs> That's fucking your man. boy. Yeah. On the dark side, you know, uh, you guys drink coffee and shit together, right? He hasn't done shit in I don't know how long. Why would you pay him for this? And they got Amanda Weiss. I had to look her up. She was in a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Dream Warriors or some shit. 
but why why fucking waste your independent movie money on these fucks <laughs> and not give it to the special effects team so they can make something good to where like people are gonna say oh shit the effects on that because nobody's gonna say oh fuck michael Paré in this movie was fucked they didn't do shit you know the, well, these i mean they can just make whatever kind of monster they want digitally to put on the cover and that not be in the movie or anything yeah but, but make they... something good like what, well you know, they can just put that on the cover and just like, trick people into though? getting it you know, maybe five thousand for Michael Pare, maybe three thousand for this other. I think you think a little high of Michael Pare there, maybe, Joe. Maybe, but still, like on the high side, that's eight. Maybe a bucks. couple hundred dollars a day. You know, maybe no, maybe to fly him out and feed him and everything. Like, say maybe that's eight thousand bucks you could have given the special effects team. I mean, you're a special effects guy. What can you do with eight thousand bucks aside from the cocaine you're gonna do? You know, I mean, not much. It's <laughs> a lot of blow. <laughs> it depends on what they wanted, but that's not really. Is this a recent movie? Yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah, that's not the name of the game in independent, low budget filmmaking anymore. Right. Yeah, I know. The name like, of the game is make something cheap and quick and then trick them with like, a cover. But like, say somebody gave you like eight or five grand on the low side i mean you could do something decent with that right but what well you can't just say hey take this money and do something it's just like well what do you want you want me to make a foot or do you want me to make a werewolf make a great good fucking monster right a tentacle fucking monster sure how big oh fuck you uh, <laughs> well, I'm saying there's things yeah. that go you know into what? it. I'm not hiring you, Tom. <laughs> That's fine. I wouldn't work for you anyway. You got too many questions. <laughs> what else did you watch, Tom? <laughs> I watched How to Make a Monster at a Reasonable Price. You're fired. A... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe. I watched. Black Cobra 4. Hold on, I'm getting Mike Pirate back on the phone. All right. Hey, Mike, you're back on. Yes, this is Michael Perry. You watched what? What was it called? (laughs) Who, me or Michael Perry? Oh, Joe, this this is old time here. And I watched Black Cobra 4, a.k.a. Detective Malone. And this is the fourth and... Final entry into the Black Cobra series, Joe. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> this says it's starring Fred Williamson. Where about Pingo? Which, uh, I mean, he's in it, but it's uh, all made up of like uh, reused and outtakes from uh, the first two Black Cobra movies. There's no fucking new Fred Williamson uh, footage or uh, anything shot for this movie at all. A uh, couple, couple uh, noticeable fight scenes from Black Cobra 1 and 2 are in this movie. Like, it's something new. And they bring a couple actors back from those movies to just try and fill in scenes when they really have this other black dude going around and 
getting everything done. It's fucked. I'm not explaining it well at all because this is a very patchworked movie. It'll be like Fred Williamson, not in frame very well, kind of like this. It'll pick up the phone. I guess I got to do it. I'll just pick up the phone and then it'll cut to somebody else just having the whole conversation. Like, yep, okay, that sounds good. Yep, yep, will do. And you don't hear anything from Fred Williamson. And when you do hear stuff from him, it's a Fred Williamson impersonator, Joe. (laughs) And all the fucking voices are dubbed over. If you like bad, bad, ridiculous, uh, why the fuck is this even a movie movies? Highly suggest Black Cobra (laughs) 4. It was probably the most entertaining out of all four just because of how ridiculous bullshit it is. Like, oh, man, there's these fucking uh, criminals, and then you just... The Fred Williamson footage and the footage they try to blend in with it. None of the lighting even attempts to look right. Fred Williamson shoots people like in a normal lit thing. And then you cut to like much better looking footage of people with like stylized lighting getting shot. It is Jesus Christ. Uh, The fucking Mahoney. Police chief is back at him before he was yelling like this. Now he's fucking talking like a white guy in a Godzilla movie. Shit's great. If you just want to laugh at fucking garbage and Italian greed, Black Cobra 4 is the movie for you. Uh, You know your series sucks when this fucking bullshit (laughs) garbage slapped together movie is the best fucking one, but... I guess it's the prize for sitting through the other three Black Cobra movies. You get to see this fucking just awful amalgam of the first two. and It's weird. The fucking bad guys in this one are the bad guys from the first movie, even though they fucking died. The whole thing's ridiculous, and I would highly, highly recommend Black Cobra 4, a.k.a. Detective (laughs) Malone. Uh, Tom, I watched uh, season one of Foundation, which is a series on Apple Plus, which is a app. I don't know why I continue paying for, but I watched. You got all this money. You got twenty two dollars in the bank. You got enough to pay for Apple Plus. I watched the shit on there because, well, fuck, I'm paying for it. I might as well watch it. But this show is based on the Foundation series of books by Isaac Asimov, who I know you're very familiar with. Uh, Asimov Bagatov. This show is really, really good. If you're into like the Game of Thrones style of uh, TV shows where it's multi-layered storytelling, it's like a bunch of fucking uh, storylines going on at one time, this is that shit uh really good really well acted doesn't have game of thrones money to make dragons but this is set in space so it doesn't need fucking dragons you know and dragons are stupid anyway like, who gives a fuck about dragons i mean i get it you're a homosexual f word 
But about Dio like that, but dude, love dragons. Dio killed the dragon every fucking uh concert. Every single one. Well, well, on the Killing the Dragon tour, he even named an album after it, Killing the Dragon Tom. But yeah, I would say, yeah, Foundation, go for it, check it out. Tom wouldn't like it because it's, you know, intelligent. Uh, <laughs> but you might like it, listeners. Would Michael Perry like it? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you still have me on the phone if you weren't gonna if you weren't oh, gonna say anything? Tender years. <laughs> Joe, have you ever heard of the new hit Tim story joint called The Blackening? I've heard of it, yes. Yes, I know that a a lot of my Caucasian friends did not go to watch this movie (laughs) when it was out in the theaters. It doesn't matter. Unless it's a Marvel movie, it's going to be on streaming in two fucking weeks, so what does it matter anyways? Excuse me. Yeah. Anyways, The Blackening. It's about a... uh, Group of black friends who get together, rent an Airbnb to celebrate Juneteenth, and uh, they stumble upon. Might have bed bugs for all I fucking know, pieces of shit. So they go to the uh, game room, and they find this game called the Blackening, and it's like uh. I don't know. It's a fucking just a board game and it has a little fucking Sambo guy on it that fucking asks questions or really it just kind of talks to you because there's like a black jigsaw or hey, we've mentioned it on here. Bitch ass. This is pretty much the movie bitch ass with more money. So there's like a fucking killer obsessed with board games or whatever. And uh, he made this game called The Blackening. And you got a, it's like black themed cards. And if you don't get the answers right, then horrible things happen. Like one of the uh, questions was, I'll ask you, Joe. Joe, name one black character who survived a horror movie. Can't do it. Reggie the Reckless. I thought you were Friday the 13th Part 5 fan. It's uh, that Corey Feldman? No. And did he survive, Tom? I don't think he did. He's like suffering (laughs) through a lot of shit, you know, with the wolf pack after him and everything. Damn, he turned his back on him and ended up in a body bag. Mm -hmm. It's some bitch. Now, don't turn your back on the wolf pack. But he did. Yeah. But he did. But yeah, it's uh it's kind of fucking lame. I didn't care for it. It's more of a fucking comedy than anything. Uh I think bitch ass was better, even though I don't remember a whole lot about that <laughs> except I'm big fat bitch ass in a mask. And he's playing tic tac toe with motherfuckers and shit. Definitely watch bitch ass over the blackening is what I'm trying to say. I'm not a big Tim Story fan. I think his Fantastic Four movies fucking sucked. His Shaft, whoo-hoo, that movie was pretty fucking good, but 
I never gave a shit about the barbershop movies or anything like that. So, yeah, wasn't that great. Probably why it showed up on streaming two weeks after it was in fucking theaters. <laughs> Don't think it'll make the fucking worst of the list. It was just, yeah, whatever. It was a movie. It was shot well. I could hear everything, but it was whatever. Yeah. Fucking pricks. <sighs> Tom. Joe. Saw a movie called Capricorn One. Ooh. This is a movie like they're uh, about to do a, a space launch. You know, they're about to send some men to Mars. But as they're about to ship them off, they're like, hey, you guys get off the fucking ship. What are you talking about? Get off the fucking ship. Get in this van. We're going over here. And they launch the rocket anyway. I said, like, what the fuck's going on? Look, guys. That rocket, there's no way it can make it to Mars. Y'all were just going to fucking die. But we got to let the people know that y'all made it. We're going to do a Stanley Kubrick. And y'all are going to pretend that y'all are still on it. We got this soundstage here. Y'all going to pretend that y'all made it to Mars. We're going to do a fucking Mars landing and shit like that. And uh, so people that are involved with the whole fucking thing, they start to suspect, hey, this shit ain't right. So it's like, well, we're going to kill you then. And they start killing these people. Anybody that suspects that this shit ain't right, they start killing them. And then, like, they figure out, like, hey, the astronauts, they probably know that this shit's not real either, so we probably need to kill them too. So, but the astronauts break out and they start fucking running through the desert, Tom. And they're chasing them down in helicopters and stuff. And there's a reporter that's kind of like, hey, you know, he knows the shit. And he's trying to find the astronauts before the government does to kill them. It's a big conspiracy, Tom. Like the... Some crazy shit, Tom. The space program is like some crazy shit. Is this based on true life? I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of sad, man. Capricorn one. Would recommend. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a decent movie, but it's fucking long, and it's like the ending is shitty. The ending is just fucking stupid as fuck. Like, really fucking cheesy, corny, like, bullshit. But I liked it. You ever see a movie called Low Blow? Lobo? Low Blow. Yeah, Lobo's a... Yeah, fucking Keith Giffen, one of my favorite comic uh, creators, made Lobo. What'd you know about Low Blow? No, I'd never seen Low Blow the movie. I didn't even know they made one. They it was more of a student film. Ah. Ah. So uh Low Blow Santa Claus? No. Huh? Just his sensuality. Okay. So Low Blow is about a Chinese midget who talks like a country singer. It's that alone's worth the price of admission. But uh, he's an ex-cop who's now a private dick. And he gets hired to uh, 
track down a billionaire's daughter who apparently joined a gardening cult. This cult doesn't really have them do much but like work in the fields, tilling shit and getting it ready for uh, planting, I guess. The harvest. Yeah, I don't think they really thought out what this cult would do so much. But uh, anyways, old Low Blow, he uh, gets together a group of uh, oddball fighters from around the block, and uh, they go to get the daughter back from the cult. Uh, it's pretty funny, just because it's like a Jackie Chan bootleg guy who does kung fu about as good as Fred Williamson does, and he talks with a with a country accent and shit. And I mean, it's funny for that, just if you want to laugh at a Chinese midget doing things. If you like bad action movies, is what I'm trying to say, check it out, because there's some stuff definitely uh, worth getting. Like, from his, from his office, he can hear the local cafe across the street getting robbed. So he tells his secretary, hey... I'll be back, puts his gun in his pants, tucks his members only jacket down, goes down to the cafe and walks in there. Hey, is my sandwich done? And the people around like, hey, you sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up. It's like, oh, oh, okay. No, okay, okay, no problem, no problem. And then he pulls his gun out and fucking murders everybody. And then <laughs> walks out and says, forget the sandwich. It's good stuff, Joe. He just wanted to kill a bunch of white people. <laughs> I would have got you, the, you know, excuse me. I would have got the sandwich too. But yeah, I mean, I would have too. But he's just yeah. a he's just one of those people, Joe. Yeah, he's just focused on what he's doing, I guess. You know. So if you like uh garbage, let's laugh at this action movie. Check out Low Blow. You'd think it would be about a guy going around just punching people in the cocks, but only two people get their cock punched <laughs> in this movie. So I guess it's better than nothing. Low Blow would recommend to the right audience. Which would probably be you, because you like laughing at minorities, Joe. I do. Speaking of which, I watched a movie that Tom lent me about two or three years ago. A DVD called Hoochie Mama Drama. Hoochie Mama Drama. Hoochie Mama Drama. Hoochie Mama Drama. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so this movie let's stars... Ride, let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> I forgot the guy's name. Something uh, dead. Something Lee. stupid. Dead Lee is his name. And... Uh, well, this is about a dude, Deadly, you know, but his name in the in the movie is a Lazy, and he's a drug dealer. And the problem that he has is he's got too many bitches after him, Tom. Yeah, you know? too many fours trying to fuck him. Yeah, so he's got this one chick that you know loves him, and then he's got his neighbor trying to fuck him, but he is just trying to up his drug dealing game. You know, and he's met uh, another connect, you know, this gay guy that's uh, really into him and just wants, 
wants to keep buying drugs, even though, you know, lazy keeps cutting the drugs, you know, like fucking cutting it to where it's like nothing. It's like, why is this guy buying so much? But that doesn't matter because the focus shifts from him to, uh, I don't remember what the girl's name is, but, uh, yeah, she, you know, she just wants lazy all to herself. So she goes to a local bruja, Tom, what you people would call a strega. And uh, I'd call it a fucking witch, Joe. Yeah, a witch. And it's like, what should I do? And she's just selling her some bullshit potions and, and shit like that. And then finally, this girl says, you know what? I just need to get knocked up. That's how you keep a man. So she's trying to get knocked up. Finally, she does. But the neighbor got locked up too, Tom. So, anyway, Lazy finds out that it was cops. These, uh, these fucking drug dealers were cops. And, but he, he fucked them over because he just had a baking powder in there. So, hey, that's what we're doing. We're, you know, we're just selling baking powder. And he fucked over those cops. Ha, 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 ha. Fucking funny. No, this movie's not funny. This movie's shit. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, like, for a movie of this nature, there's no nudity in it. Like, what the fuck's that all about? It's all about, you know, hoochie mamas. Like, hoochie mamas should show their tits and their ass or something. They don't fucking do that in this movie. This is fucked up, man. This is just, like, false advertising. This is some bullshit. Yeah, I was kind of upset with it, and... The thing is, Tom, you know, Mexicans can't do comedy. You know, they can't. I'm speaking as a Hispanic here. Like, name me a fucking funny Hispanic comedian. Come on. George Lopez. Nope. Gabriel Fluffy and Blaze. No. <laughs> Come on. Keep going. And I'm going to say nope. Nope. Gomez Adams. Nope. None of them. None of them are. Yeah, you like funny. that guy? What's his name? Oh, uh, Julius? Luis Guzman. Yeah, but he's not a comedian. He's an actor, a damn good actor. <laughs> you know, Hispanics can act, they just can't do comedy. Oh, Carlos Mencia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mexicans can. Feel. Like we're really fucking good at that. I know? think he's Honduran and just tricked everybody well, into whatever. thinking he was Mexican but Joe. He, he knows how to steal material. You know? Uh yeah, it it doesn't work. This movie doesn't fucking work. But yeah, that theme song is pretty good. That's right, that's right. Uh Pablo Francisco. I don't even know who that is, Tom. <laughs> Dom Irera. Nope. Hoochie. Mama Drama. I don't don't have the DVD because I threw it in the box that I'm taking to Houston Horror Film Festival so I can give it back to Tom because he said he wanted it back. No, I thought it was Hood Rats 2, which it is not. So, uh, how about we find the most, uh, you know, there's going to, we're in Houston, 
there's going to be all sorts of people at the Houston Horror Film Fest this weekend if you're watching live. Let's find the uh, biggest stereotypical, you the know. The first homie that <laughs> Who you think would enjoy this movie. His sandals and the socks. <laughs> yes. And say, dog, man, it's your lucky day. <laughs> hey, bro, you gonna like this? That's right. That's right. You gonna like this? Right. Hey, is that me on there? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Hoochie Mama drama would recommend probably. Okay. <laughs> Hood Rats Two is good. That's the one I thought it was. It's, <laughs> it's like uh, it is. No, no, it's not. But uh. Hoochie or Hood Rats 2 is the Hoochie Mamas, but now it's like the Warriors. So they're going to different towns fighting other Hoochie Mamas. It's pretty good, Joe. Kind of like that uh, series of movies we watched when you were down here. What was that called? Series of movies. Yeah, where that chick took over the drug trade. They were ripping off drug dealers. Was it, was it candy? Candy and Candy too, yeah. Yeah, no, this was way lower budget than that fucking shit. This was this was on a Hoochie Mama drama level. I think I seen the trailer for Hoochie Mama drama somewhere, <laughs> and then there was a trailer for Herd Rats Two on the Hoochie Mama disc. <laughs> I think that's how I came across that shit. Excuse me. Uh, blood-sucking pharaohs in Pittsburgh, Joe. Have you heard of this one? No. Is it a sequel to uh, Las Vegas Bloodbath? It is not. Las okay. Vegas Bloodbath is highly recommended <laughs> if you like fucking bullshit and don't <laughs> mind watching terrible video quality. Check out Las Vegas Bloodbath. Bring beers, bring your <laughs> fucking funny bone, because you're going to laugh, motherfucker. <laughs> Where's fucking uh, Wild Eye Visual Vengeance with the fucking hardcore fucking Las Vegas bloodbath Blu-ray? Come on, Rob. That's what we're waiting for. Bring that one out. Fuck yeah. That dude hates hookers. Hates them. <laughs> But no, what was this? Blood-sucking pharaohs in Pittsburgh. Ah, shit. We got uh, these books called Grand Illusion in college at the old Camp Savini. And there were like these skeleton pictures in there. There's like really cool skeletons with the meat on them and shit. And it said, oh, this is a still from Blood-sucking pharaohs in Pittsburgh. And then I asked one of the teachers, Jerry, about it. It's like, Oh, yeah, they, they labeled it wrong. It's not from that movie. It's from this movie. <laughs> but the title, Blood-Sucking Pharaohs in Pittsburgh, always stuck with me. So for like 20 years, I've been saying, hey, I'm going to get to that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. And I finally did, Joe. It was okay. It's an airplane-esque type movie. Like uh, Friday or Saturday the 14th, whatever, like that kind of goofy, let's fucking make a 
horror parody satire or whatever but uh it's a little more because it has tom savini effects unfortunately it was cut by the mpaa so it looks weird when you see the effects it's like there should be more there but there isn't it's okay it's about uh two pittsburgh cops tracking down a killer who's killing hookers and taking body parts and it's okay if you like those goofy oddball wacky fucking horror comedy movies from the 80s like you might you'll like this one it's not bad uh there is some good gore in it there's a couple okay jokes in it but uh i don't know this kind of thing really isn't it really isn't my bag, baby. Yeah. That was Austin Powers, dog. <laughs> I Fuck get it. Yeah. <laughs> Back up that golf cart. No, you can't stand it. Trick bandit. <clears throat> but yeah, it was it was all right. I didn't regret watching it, but it wasn't the movie I thought. I thought it was actually gonna be like about some blood sucking pharaohs and shit. <laughs> nah. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're a fan of old school porno, Veronica Hart's in it, and she keeps all of her clothes on, so go check that out. And I've only learned that from a YouTube video I watched (laughs) after the movie to try and get some information. And it's directed by your boy, Alan Smith. On this movie, you looked up videos on it. and like To get a little information. Okay. After I watched it to see what the fucking story was. But yeah. It's whatever. So like the next person that reviews it will be looking at your review. Trying no, to it, it wasn't a review. It was like a retrospective and a behind the scenes type video. Just giving more information about it. All right. People who watch fucking other people review movies are fucking idiots. I agree. (laughs) Oh, you can't stand it. Trick bandit. (laughs) Joe, what'd you watch? Tom, I watched Live to Win. Now, I was trying to find that, uh, that documentary that they did on Lemmy in about 2015 or so. Couldn't find that. But then I saw, hey, there's this interview that they did with Triple H and Lemmy that's on Peacock. I was like, well, fuck, I'll watch that, you know? Is it recent? It's just Triple H talking to a skeleton? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's about uh, 2015, 2017. Oh, so Lemmy looks good in it. Oh, he looks pretty rough, man. (laughs) Yeah, and like he picks up his drink, you know, and to take a drink, and he splashes it on his face. Yeah, he's not, uh, he's not in the best of health. Uh, he has to drink his coffee cold, Joe. But he's still fucking Lemmy, and he's still talking about, hey, you know, do what you fucking want to do, or you know, don't do it. You know, that's the way he liked it, Joe. He didn't want to live forever. He didn't. He didn't, and he probably lived longer than uh, anybody expected. And uh, they had to resort resort to being in those trauma movies. The shit's pretty good. Yeah, he talks about the the trauma thing that he did. 
I don't remember what the fuck that was called. You know, it talks about uh, the entry songs that he did for Triple H. And I didn't remember that uh, that he, like, was at uh, WrestleMania when they were at Houston. I think my brother went to that one. WrestleMania 17. Something like that. But, you know, I got to get together with my brother. And, hey, did fucking, did you watch fucking Motorhead play? What the I fuck? I you know, did you? I did. I was were, there, Joe. You were there. I you was know, in the Astrodome. Tom, because you live close to Houston. <laughs> and I, I was big into wrestling at that time. Yeah, but you didn't know who Lemmy was or anything at that time. No, right? I didn't. No, you I went to. Uh, I went and had my face painted were... like twisted, and some yeah, guy said, to... "Sting isn't here." <laughs> <laughs> But at that time, I mean, you were probably in the mud vein and fuel. Okay, let's and- talk about fucking mud vein for a fucking second, all right? I had the fucking LD50 album, all right? <laughs> the only guy I've seen mud vein live, I, I think twice you too. In the, vein, you- <laughs> in the only fucking song I can fucking remember or tell you the name of is dig yet the last fucking two three years you see your facebook feed oh mud veins coming back doing another fucking tour fuck yeah mud vein what other fucking songs did they have what other fucking cds did they have i had the cd i had the poster and i had the shirt i painted my face i looked for fucking those stupid ass overalls that the fucking train conductors would wear that he wore in the fucking dig video and I couldn't find them. If I could, it would be on our list, but I couldn't find the motherfuckers, Joe. So besides dig, what other songs did these fucking people have? Like, have you seen this on your fucking feed? No, like this, every, this no, just came to mind for some reason. I was trying to remember shitty bands of that time. Because their fucking faces were painted. That's why, right? That has <laughs> yeah. to be the only reason. Yeah. I listened to that first Slipknot album. Oh, yeah, they're wearing masks. Cool. Yeah, we're wearing masks. fucking that. impressionable idiot. That's all that is. I still remember <laughs> fucking, like, it had a DVD or there was a DVD I bought separately a Mudvayne. And it was like behind the scenes, and this guy was gluing bugles to his face and painting. Did you ever see them play live, Tom? Twice. <laughs> like an actual mud vein fucking concert, and then like a festival thing. And that had like mud vein, slipknot, head pee. I think they're vein. called mud holes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mud holes. Cause they get stomped in their ass. <laughs> oh shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you like mud vein, get ready to get it in the ass. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> Dig marry me. Good stuff. <laughs> yep. 
Oh shit. Chris. So yeah, okay. Triple so, H. So yeah, you saw <laughs> all the greats. Mudvayne <laughs> open up for uh WrestleMania in Houston. Oh yeah. He said, it's time to play the game. And then they had all these green lights going off. Who was on that card? I don't even remember, but it was WrestleMania and it was big. The big match was Raven versus Kane. Raven. Hardcore match. (laughs) And they went to the back. So we all had to like look at the screens that hang down from the ceiling. That was awesome for a live event. They had the uh, they had the gimmick battle royal, which the Iron Sheik won because he was too out of shape and fucked up that no one could throw him over the top rope or he'd be <laughs> severely hurt. Uh, I think there was a tables, ladders, and chairs thing there. Uh, triple, no, not uh, the Rock in uh, Austin was the big one where uh, the. Uh, Stone Cold uh, joined up with Vince McMahon. I think that was the turning point. It was many, many years ago, Joe. Many, many years ago. So did you go to that uh, solo, or did you go with a group of friends? or? Uh, I went with a friend. I think somebody who uh, got the ticket, who originally had the ticket, had to back out. So, uh, no, someone wasn't originally supposed to go. All right. That's fine. I would have went by myself and been called Sting and <laughs> fucking break. Well, I mean, what am I doing going dressed to WrestleMania like <laughs> twisted? You fucking idiot. <laughs> Fuck's wrong with me. Oh, but. Okay, I am a I'm a fan of Lemmy, and it was cool to watch this. Well, let's hear your Lemmy impersonation if you're such a big fan. Well, Tom, this is my Lemmy impersonation. You know, you can say what you want, but fuck you. You know, because I, it's all about rock and roll, Tom. If it's you're not good. into rock and roll, you can fuck off, eh? Oh, speaking of that, you know what I heard recently? The uh, the guy from Pantera sticking up for white people at his concerts. Yeah, that guy's got me. <laughs> These fucking rappers, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, he's something. Uh, I've met him a few times, and he's always been cool to me, but uh, he just, he's a guy that doesn't know how to keep his mouth fucking shut, you know? Yeah, but... Yeah, fuck him. He's no Lemmy. He'll <laughs> never be he's a alive? Lemmy. Right. <laughs> well, you can call it that, Tom. You can call it that, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, you I'm can big, call it Ray, or you can call it Jay. And I'm uh, a little envious of you, Tom, if you got to see them. Even though you probably went to go take a shit while they played... You know, knowing you. <laughs> I was in fucking high school. I couldn't even drink. <laughs> oh, come on. Fuck. Were you that big a nerd that you didn't drink in high school? 
Uh, where was I going to get it from? My mom dropped me and this other kid off. Where was I going to get it from? Were you going to get it anywhere? You I mean, I could have just, my face was painted. Yeah. I could have just stole somebody else's fucking ID and drew some makeup on them. <laughs> you just find another Mudvayne fan and like, hey. Fuck yeah, let's go fucking bury me in the bathroom, you <laughs> fucking F-word. <laughs> Come on, get me some beer and we'll suck each other's dicks. Woo, dig. Oh, it's times like this. I wish I could remember other tracks, but nobody can. So now I don't feel bad at all again. All these people, fuck yeah, Mudvayne. Okay, okay. I remember me and my buddy, we were about to have sex in the room. And before, and before we did, I was like... Wait, was this, was this a frightmare? Because there was like eight people in that room. <laughs> I was fucking uh I was like, oh, let me serenade you with some music before, fella. So I put on Mudvayne and I started scream singing Mudvayne. My hey, mom knocks on the door and says, song. what the hell is wrong with you? You know, uh, from memory, can you sing a Mudvayne song? I mean, no, because people are sleeping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. Like all that music from that era fucking melds into like just one fucking pot of bullshit to me. I mean, I'm surprised you don't like Mudvayne. No, if I besides I Dio, I heard the other shit you listened to. No, that is Mudvayne is like that. It is definitely not fucking whatever the fuck you're yammering on about. <laughs> Still the same bullshit. But anyway, Tom, that was that show. And uh, if you're a fan of uh, of Lemmy, I recommend it. If you're a fan of Triple H, well, I don't know what to tell you. Joseph, I watched a movie called Primal Rage. Is that this was on, no, it would have been nice if it was. Huh? Let me catch my breath. Excuse me. <clears throat> you took it away, Joe. <clears throat> it's so just mundane memories. Just kind of like. Oh, <sighs> God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Primal Rage. This came out in uh, 2018. It was on my radar. This actually got a uh, theatrical release, but I didn't go see it for one reason or another. Finally got around to watching it last night, and it is about a fellow who gets let out of prison because uh, he hit a kid while driving, Joe, and uh, he was locked up for it. So his wife comes to pick him up from prison, they stop at the local store and they're driving through the woods. It should be say, it should say they're driving through the woods. So that should be said when they stop at the gas station, there's a hunting crew there, a bunch of different hillbilly types and hunters and what have you. They have their running. He buys some beer, pops it open in the car. The wife's like, what the fuck? You just got out of prison. This is fucking crazy. Why are you jeopardizing this shit? And bam, they hit something in the fucking road. 
they go to check out to see what it is and it's like this fucking naked guy in his fucking underwear his dirty old underwear Sam Lascaux-esque underwear Joe and they're saying oh fucking hell we can't call the cops I smell like beer when you hit that guy the impact splashed beer all over me and now everything smells like beer fuck so they're thinking about what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and then rocks start flying at him through the woods and the guy gets hit in the fucking head with a rock and he starts tumbling backwards and falls off a cliff into the white water rapids so this and... is a marvel movie and it's <laughs> no throwing rocks at him <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so uh, his wife jumps in after him. They have a fucking homeward bound moment where they're all floating down the river and shit. It's a good fucking. Movie. You know, a lot of animals died because there's two of those movies, right? Where's my... <laughs> <laughs> so she pulls him off to the river bank and shit, and it turns out Joe, it was a Bigfoot. A Bigfoot was throwing rocks and threw Rock that guy out into foot. their car. Yes, but uh, it's not just any Bigfoot, Joe. It's a rock-throwing Bigfoot. It's a rock-throwing Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot that wears a spooky mask he made out of tree bark and spooky armor he made out of tree bark. You know, it lets him blend into his surroundings. Kind of mm-hmm. kind of like a predator, Joe. Mm. And you know what else this Bigfoot can do? Can shoot a bow and arrow. And presumably make the arrows and stuff. So it turns into fucking Jason Voorhees, the Bigfoot, going around fucking killing everybody with his tomahawks and bow and arrows and shit. And, you know, as goofy as that sounds, it was pretty good. I watched this shit on fucking YouTube. It was another one of these goddamn YouTube channels where every five minutes it's a commercial. But not only that, while I was watching it, I was like, this is edited really fucking weird. Like, the kills were, like, chopped down weird. And it was, like, passable if you were dumb. But I was (laughs) like, yeah, something's just not sitting right here. This is just cut a little too weird. So then I looked up a video. Sure enough, they cut all the gore out of this motherfucker. Like, this movie was made by an effects person, so they went heavy on the gore. I went to Tubi, fast-forwarded to all the fucking gore Yep. They were, it was some fucking wild shit that they cut out. Just start watching the shit from Tubi. Dude, I was thinking that the whole time. Like, when the seventh fucking commercial popped on, I'm just like, why don't I just stop this and put it on Tubi? It's like, oh, you're already watching it. It'll be all right. I don't know. YouTube's always just my first thing to fucking go to. But from now on, yeah, it's just (laughs) I'm going to go to Tubi first to see if it's on there. What I did, I didn't set out to watch fucking Primal Rage. (laughs) <laughs> I just fucking, I don't know what I want to watch. I'm just going to type in full horror movie on YouTube and see what comes up. So that's why. But then I went and saw. But 
yeah, this is definitely worth checking out. There's some fucking, like, the fucking Bigfoots. They look cool. They look like elongated gorillas. Uh, and they have their fucking Jason mask and shit on. That was cool. There's, like, this fucking Indian witch. Totally out of place in the fucking movie. But it looks fucking cool. That lady, the makeup and shit looks cool. All the kills are cool when I went back and watched them. Some of the acting's a little bullshit. The story's bullshit at parts. But uh, if you like slasher movies or you like the Predator, like the first Predator movie, definitely check this shit out because it was fucking... Just get past a little bit of bullshit and you'll have fun and see some cool fucking shit. But uh, <laughs> these fucking monkeys shooting bows and arrows, Joe, I tell you what. Good stuff. If only Br- if Bronzy was in this one, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. He's, oh, he's back, baby. They wouldn't believe our review anyway. Fuck no. But Joe, fill a minute. I'm going to go grab a beer because this one's empty. And then we'll get... Or do you have anything else to... Do you Fuck watch yeah. Anything else? I've Fuck, like all right. other ones. Fuck, well, that's all I got to talk. I'll be back. Wait. One, two, three. I've got like three other movies that I'm going to talk about. Unless it's Diary of the Dead or Nightmare Weekend, because I've seen both of those. It's Diary of the Dead is the next one I'm going to talk about, but I'll wait till Tom comes back to discuss that. Uh, But in the meantime, while he's like taking his time to get another fucking beer, look, he's just standing there like a prick. Uh, I want to take this moment to say, hey, go to dwnproductions.net and check out all the shit that Tom has on his website. You know, he's got this little thing at first that says, hey, am I 21? Can I enter this? Like, it's a porn site and you're getting all excited. It's like, man, this guy's going to have some like, like cool ass fucking uh, like porn shit on it. No, but he doesn't. He just has, like, you know, different masks from uh, different movies or different things and, like, a lot of original shit, you know. The guy's a fucking artist, so he makes some of the stuff he wants to make. And it's reasonably priced, man. You should just go fucking check it out. And if you're into masks or whatever or into Halloween, because Halloween's fucking coming up, you fucks. And if you're going to order something, order it now. Because, like, if you wait till, like, October, you're going to be stuck out, you dumb piece of shit. Fucking waiting so long. But uh, if you order it now, you'll get it. You'll get it in time. You know, it'll reach you, I think, by October 32nd. And then you'll be ready to wear it, you know, the night before. But if not, well, well, fuck you. Because you didn't. You didn't take the time to do what I said. But anyway, Tom's back, and we're going to talk about a movie that he recommended to me, and that's George Romero's. And he, he went to the George Romero school of, uh, <laughs> of pickups. Um, you want to hear something? And it is Diary uh, of the Dead. Shortly after I went to the Thomas Savini school, a George Romero school did open up, Joe. I don't think it's around. I don't, I'm not even sure if they had a graduating class. All right. Well, Diary of the Dead, Tom, and I've avoided this movie 
for quite a long time. I think it was uh It's cuz you're not a true horror fan. I saw this not. shit in theaters. I'm not. I'm not a horror fan that just fucking chases after these fucking big directors or whatever. Oh, I'm going to love whatever fucking George Romero does cuz he's the king of the zombie. You know what? He did some fucking good zombie shit. You know, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the uh, Dead. Woo! Yeah. Day of the Dead, you know, uh, creep show, land of the dead, uh, bruiser. Know. No, uh, the one where <laughs> where the guy eats the chick's pussy and the monkey watches. Uh, monkey shines. Monkey shines. Yeah, which is Good a very movie. racist title. But uh, Diary of the Dead, I avoided, and yeah, I mean. I could have done without watching this movie. <laughs> this is a found footage movie. And it's very, uh, you know, the uh, thing is with George Romero, people always say, yeah, you know, he's got the subtext, the political subtext. You know what? This is got the political It's subtext. as relevant today as it was back then, Joe. Yes. He, he is talking mm. about fake news. And he is well, you know, he's like right there with Trump talking about tremendous, tremendous. If you love Trump, you're going to love this movie and you love George Romero. It's all about fake news. Make zombies gay again. Uh, It's about a group of filmmakers that are making a mummy movie. We have to record this. We have to document it so people see. And that's the thing, like with these movies where it's all documented, it's like, like, really, you're not going to put down the camera at this point, you know, when somebody's killing the person next to you. Mm-mm. Otherwise, we wouldn't see it. Yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> this movie sucks. Just uh, just so I'm, I'm sure this is the one where they start out at the hospital and then make it to the mansion. They go to the hospital they make it to the mansion in between the way they meet uh, some black militants. Uh, Mr. Spade. It sucks. It fucking sucks, man. Uh, yeah, this was uh, pretty lousy. I can remember my disappointment watching this in a, in a sparsely attended movie theater. <laughs> no, was, man, people... Uh, People say, Thomas, like, oh, well, Romero didn't have the, the budget to do. No, man. This nah, he didn't have the budget back then either. It fucking sucks. Yeah. A shitty movie is just a shitty movie. And that's what this is. And Tom watched it in the theater, as he was saying before I interrupted. And he's about to say, you know, he had his pants off, you know, dick in his. <laughs> and, you know, and then he felt oh, They're going to eat his, that like, horse, I think. Or maybe that's this? the I next think- one. You know, I feel like a staple inside my dick or something, you know. I feel st- who am I, the monster? But well, we'll get know. to that yeah. freaking pig. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but anyways, you're, yeah, you're diary about, of the dead's you're about good. to jerk it in the theater, you know. No, it was, it was a disappointment, and then oh, survival of the dead, jeez, Louise. I haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, 
it, it came up. It's like, hey, if you like this, then watch but it. I didn't well, no, like it. Yes, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you didn't like this, check this much better movie out. That's right. what they Try should that fucking... shit out. Yes. Give me an option. Yeah. Yeah, this this wasn't good, and this was at a time. It's just like, all right, George Romero, he's he's back. He's got another movie in the. Yeah, ah, uh, his movies are really hit or miss. They are. They are. Like everybody raves about Martin. I have no interest in that shit at all. I like Martin. Like, I think. It's yeah, we'll movie, look at you. But it's not. Uh, it's not a what i would call a horror movie you know it's just it's kind not of it's a it's a it's a moesque drama yeah like people like night riders and i think that's some hippie bullshit and i, don't I mean night riders is one of the greatest movies ever made just it's based on the ending alone work. you know it's got some kick-ass stunt work but there's mm, nothing else it's the ending the ending is what does it yeah whatever um <clears throat> You know, people love fucking uh, the one that you love, the mall movie, Dawn of the Dead. And I think that's boring as shit. And you, you know, jizz all over it. It's all right. I'm more of a Day of the Dead yeah, fan. I'm a Day of the Dead of guy. The dead, right. you know, and, and you said, you know, you get a real limp with that one. But uh, I dig it. No, I mean, I. you said you were a guy, and that makes me... Anyway, Tom, what else did you watch? Nothing. I already told you. Okay, so Talk I watched... Talk about that stupid-ass shit night. Oh, never mind. I watched Axe. Now, this is from our buddies at... Uh... Long Live Evil. Severin, can you see it? Oh, fuck it. Anyway. You Severin. have to do it backwards, Joe. They put on this movie called Axe. And uh, it goes also by the name Lisa Lisa. That's the first name it came out as. And then it came out as the California Axe Massacre. Uh, it's about some tough guys, you know, some criminal types. And they go to this one guy's house and like he's not there. And it's like, well, we're going to wait for him. And they go looking around. Oh, he's got a dress here. I guess he dresses up as a girl. Like, you know, we should have known. We're going to kill him. We're going to kill him. He gets there. The guy gets there, and he's got a date with him, another guy. And they torture him for a while, beat him up, kill him. And now they're in the run. They're on the run. They get to a grocery store, and they start just fucking shit up at the grocery store and telling the, the girl working the grocery store, Hey, show us your tits, you dumb bitch. And she does. And it's like, okay, we're going to put an apple on your head and we're going to shoot it off. You know, because we're tough guys. You know, just to show that they're sadistic dudes. And then they get to a farmhouse. And there's a uh, young lady there. I guess she's supposed to be like 15 or 16. And she's living there with her grandfather who is a... well, he's catatonic, you know, he can't move, he's paralyzed, he's just sitting there or whatever. And, you know, they make her, make her, make them dinner, and then one guy tries to rape her, or does rape her, and then she kills him. 
And then she systematically kills the other guys. And that's all there is to this movie. Um, Does she kill him with an axe? One of them. She kills him. Just one. Okay. The other one with a straight razor. And uh, yeah, that's it. There's not much to it. And it's it's weird. It's it's got a weird vibe to it. And like I read some of the liner notes, you know, because I'm all fancy reading that liner note shit instead of watching the uh, the extras that come with it, which I will watch the extras. I'm interested. Uh, but this guy had never directed a movie, just kind of conned somebody into like, hey, I'm a movie maker and fucking made this shit. And it, it's just like you can tell. Like, the, there's no cohesion into the way it's shot or anything. You know, it's no fucking uh, cheese balls mm. or anything. You know, there's Not no... much is. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it's an interesting flick. Not good. I'm not saying it's fucking good. It's just interesting. You know, so, yeah, that's fucking axe. Axe. <laughs> oh, Philip is far behind. He, uh, I guess he's watching live, but started from the beginning. I just seen a comment that popped up that says, it's like Lemmy's right here. He just heard your impersonation, Joe. <laughs> How long ago was that shit? Thanks, Philip. That was very good of you. Rock and roll. Oh, they shouted me out, but I stopped listening. Yeah, so after that, Tom, I watched uh, Nightmare Weekend. Mm. this is mm. another like odd odd fucking movie that doesn't make any lick of fucking sense. dumb it is dumb this it's is dumb. hey you want to make a movie sure but i don't know how it doesn't matter let's make a movie we got chicks that'll get naked okay we can make a movie then and the yes fucking you know what you have pinballs. chicks that can get naked are willing to get naked you can make a movie Mm, yes. I mean you can but should you so this is about a man let me think about this this is weird this is a weird it's movie about a nightmare weekend it a is bunch about of kids go to a house that a scientist happens three to be young inhabiting have been invited to a science guy's house so they can uh, be experimented on or something. One of the girls that doesn't want to go just happens to be the science guy's daughter. And uh, the science guy has an assistant working with him. <laughs> just because to- you watched Bill Nye doesn't mean you have to refer to every scientist as a science guy, motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's what they are. They're science guys. They ste- She wants to steal... The science thing that he's working on. <laughs> the science thing, it's an experiment. Well, I mean, is it? <laughs> yes. So she has a dude working with her that has another lover, and they're both <laughs> motorcycle guys. And they try to break in, but there's a puppet that controls the security system. And the puppet kills that guy. So that guy's all sad. And he thinks, well, you know, I probably shouldn't be gay anymore. I'm going to go straight if I meet the right woman. 
It's actually a Christian conversion camp. Yeah, so anyway, there's a local arcade that doesn't sell liquor, but you can fuck anybody you want on top of a pinball machine. You have to sign a waiver as soon as you walk in. You might just randomly get fucked by somebody. Sign this waiver because, you know, this arcade, you can just come in and fuck anybody you want. So then we're finally shown, like, what this experiment does. It's like, hey, if you take a personal item from somebody, like, say, like, Tom, if we took that boy gob cap from you, you know... And, like, you laid it on this fucking plate. Then that plate, it would turn into a, a sphere. A, a little pinball. sphere. And then it would somehow pop into your mouth, Tom. And then <laughs> instead of being, like, a big prick, you'd be, like, a, a nice dude. You know, you'd be like, hey, how's it going, guys? You know, can I help you with anything? Hey, I would like, you know, that's cool. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. I got a big prick in my mouth. Yeah, and then, like, Tom would turn into, like, a a crazed killer with green goo flowing out of his mouth. Because that's what happens in this movie. It's, It's weird. You know, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's stupid as shit. Uh... I kind of say I kind of enjoyed it, you know, fucking dumb. If you're a fan of Babylon 5, Andrea Thompson, who is the psychic chick, you know, she's fucking naked in it, you know, and this is like, I think her first role. Uh, It's an odd movie. It's a fucking odd movie that like they probably just wrote on the fly every day. Would you be surprised to learn that this is a vinegar syndrome release, Joe? (laughs) No, yeah, I would, actually, because I watched it and it had the trauma shit at the beginning. I mean, they pick up a lot of... So, trauma does in-house movies and then they acquire movies. Right, yeah, So, vinegar syndrome uh, reissues stuff that trauma acquired. Like uh, Frostbiter, they just put out Killer Condom, uh, Dead Dudes in the House or House on Tombstone Hill or whatever. I just figured once Troma got something, they got it, you know, forever, you know. I guess not. Yeah, I mean, they fucking, uh, Vinegar Syndrome's helping them put out the 4K Toxic Avengers stuff. Hey, if you know anything about Troma, they can't really do stuff, (laughs) Joe, so... They have to rely on the kindness of others. Oh, you grew up loving the Toxic Avenger, huh? How about you spend all this money to help us make this movie that's not going to be very good? Trauma. Well, Tom, Mm. as you can see, I watched more movies this week than I had a long fucking time. I appreciate that shit. Aside from that, Tom... I watched uh, some episodes of the shit you had me watch. <laughs> Prick in your mouth. <laughs> hey, Joe, you got any confessions? I'm trying to remember these episodes. 
First one was called Confession, Joe. Confessions. Oh, okay. Eddie Lizard. This one was the one with Eddie Izzard. Yes. And uh, he's uh, brought in for questioning. He's playing a straight guy. I know. Now, who's the detective? Because that's a guy that's in a lot of fucking uh, movies and shit. I thought it was Richard Stanley, but it was not. (laughs) No, well, this guy's in a lot of shit. But anyway, it doesn't matter. This is a detective that likes to bowl, and he is like the best detective when it comes to serial killers. So the whole episode is him interrogating Eddie Izzard. Well, you have to say he come here. They call me straight from the bowling alley because they got this fucking prick locked up. I got to interrogate, yeah? Didn't have time to stop off, so I got me bowling ball with me. So the whole episode kind of revolves around this guy bringing his bowling ball bag. Bowling ball bag with him. You just got to make sure you say that part because that's the crux of the episode, Joe. Yeah, well. that's. I mean, the mates get you fucked up. I understand. So, like Tom said, it's, uh, you know, the detective that did it and he's got the fucking <laughs> of his victim. He did what? Yeah. <laughs> Killed the birds. All right. So old tough mate rolls off from the streets with his bowling ball bag. And old Eddie Izzard, he's in the uh what do they call him? Well, that room, a, uh, the interrogation writer, room. Yes. Who has written is a lot a, of horror movie stuff. Yes. Yes, so uh Old bowling ball bag man, he's interrogating old Edward about, Oi, mate, why'd you write this? Why you got these funny books about killing in your possession? Yeah? Oh, you you know, I'm just a writer and such. That's just me fucking doing research for the movies, yeah? Then fucking old Eddie Izzard's like, oh, I'm an American. I know my rights. Let me get a phone call. <laughs> and the police pay for his phone call. Can you believe it? No. So, uh, hey, bird, before you fly the coop, flush that bird, flush that box in the back of the fucking uh, closet. Yeah. And then old bowling ball bag, man, he's, he's fucking listening. He has a giant earpiece in in case there's fucking idiots watching this episode who don't catch on. It's like, oh, I heard everything you said, yeah. So they get this box from his flat, and there's a human <laughs> head in it, Joe. Ah. Oh, oh, mate, I just bought this from the circus, yeah. Because I thought it was neat and shit. Yeah. And uh, old bowling ball bag man gets uh, old Eddie Lizard to confess to these uh, 
serial killings that's been going around. But uh, as we all knew, there was a head in that fucking bowling ball bag the whole time because uh, unless you're a stupid fucking bastard, how can you not know that there was something on top of the head that was in the bag? And Yeah, it so was pretty lame. And, that head and puts it in the fridge. When he drinks a crisp beer. He has, yes. Yeah, this was uh, very predictable from the fucking get-go. This is probably the most predictable thing out of everything we fucking watch this season. And, uh, yeah, I wish they didn't speak like that, Joe. But they do. So, Joe, how did you like it? Was it good? Yeah, it sucked, Tom. <laughs> okay. So would recommend. Fuck no. no. Fuck no. Well, you know what they say. Ear today, gone tomorrow. Ear right? today, gone. Okay. So I had forgotten all about this one until you mentioned that title. Okay. Because this title lets me know. Like this one is about a, uh, a, a guy. A killer ear. That is trying to break into a safe. You know, he's listening for the tumblers to fall. But no, the alarms go off. It was just a test. And, like, the guy didn't pass the test. So they string him up to a billiards table. And they're going to beat the shit out of him and kill him. But the mob boss's wife walks in and says, Hello. But no, nope, she was American, Joe. Hello. Uh, so, yes, this is a... Hey, baby, how about you not kill that white motherfucker? Yeah. So she, she says, look familiar to you? Give him a chance. Uh, she, yeah, she looked like a cat woman. <laughs> she didn't look like the lady who worked at the store and got turned into a mannequin and Wishmaster, the first one? No, but I didn't look up her IMDb. Okay, well, she was, because I didn't. She looked familiar. And I said, who this bitch is? I'm usually the one that looks up bitches that see. No, yeah, you fucking else, look up their names and type noob in. Get in. You know, but this time you did it, Tom. No, I wouldn't. I didn't uh, do uh, what you uh, did. Uh, uh, but so I did anyway, appreciate the fact that she, she whipped says, them out. She says, hey, look. Well, give this guy a break. Maybe, you know, he can help me out or whatever. And she's like, hey, look, dude. The thing is, I know you're deaf, and that's why you can't, you know, break in the safes anymore. But I got a doctor that can give you animal powers like me. Look at me. Look, I've got cat eyes. He can give you the power of the owl. That way you can Ooh. hunt rats whenever you want. I said, "Oh, I would love to hunt rat." No, wait a minute, that's a, <laughs> that's French. You say, "Yeah, but I I would love to hunt rats." No, wait a minute, what is that? Well, the thing is, you know, I can't do a British accent because I'm not I'm straight, you know, and it's hard to fucking do a British accent if you're a straight man. But uh, he says, "Yes, you know, I will accept." your offer, and then we will break into your husband's uh, safe, and I'll take it with my 
animal powers, and then we'll split the money. So, you know, he gets operated on and gets an owl's hearing. Because <laughs> when I think of fucking animals with the best hearing, I think of owls. Right, you know. So he gets an animal's the hearing. owls have like, rather hey. large ears. And he's like, well, you know, I can, you know, hear real good. And she's the chick smoking. He said, hey, you should quit smoking because I could hear here you smoky but anyway i'm gonna go break into the thing and he does and then he betrays her he shoots her tom he shoots her it's like i'm out of here so the-, the uh the lady she's just like hey mate in order for you to pay your debt back you're gonna need some money so let's crack my old man's safe get this fucking money out we'll split it You'll be good. I'll be good. He cracks it open and says, fuck you, mate. I was in it for the big score. I'm taking it all for myself. And blah, shoots her. So now that we're all caught up on the actual story, Joe, what happens next? He's uh, making out with the loot, mate. (laughs) He's got it loaded up in the suitcases and stuff, but... He didn't know, like, to zip them closed, and the money falls <laughs> I out. Forgot how to fucking seal luggage. Yeah, it falls out of the seal luggage. Says, "Oh, blow me," you know. You know, starts to put it back in, but oh, who walks up? But the one bird that he just shot. But because, she's American, so she's not a bird. She's an African American bird because she had had the power. Of a cat who can die nine times. Now, now, I mean, I've you know, I've never killed a cat, Tom, but I don't think it works that way. You know, I get it that this is some bullshit, you know, story or whatever. But yeah, I mean, she's like, well, you killed one of my lives. Um, she's not fucking British. This is the only motherfucker in this movie who speaks with in series who speaks with an American accent. So then her husband comes out. See, I told you, I told you he was a piece of shit. And uh, yeah, <laughs> they had a bet going that this guy was gonna rip her off or whatever, and uh, he did. He did. So then they kill him. Oh no, he they don't kill him. He starts fucking... turning into an owl face, you know, <laughs> like a beak pops out and his head turns backwards. <laughs> fucking stupid. Man. Because you know you see that in fucking media all the time when an owl's head can just turn 360 without yeah. the spinal cord snapping or yeah, so anything. I'm watching this and I'm thinking, fuck tales from the crypt, man. <laughs> Fuck, this sucks. God damn. And that was their last live action episode. That's what they kind of went out with. Fuckers. Well, while Joe tries to get up, I will say this is uh, one of two episodes that I remembered from this season. And all I remembered was the bird face fucking... uh, I thought it came out of a lady's face. Uh, It was nice seeing that lady uh, pop the gimmicks out since we didn't get to see it in Wishmaster. 
It was, but yeah. besides that, uh, had some nudity, and you know, she's an attractive woman. I'm surprised you said that, being a racist and all, but that's good. It's you know a step forward in helping your life grow. I'm and minority, Tom, you're the but, one that's like, yeah, yeah, she's good. I mean, Aria, you know, you changed your name to Joe. You know, you changed your name to Joe White. Aria. So, besides this lady's gimmicks. And uh, I think the bird beak looked pretty good, and it had some nice paint on it. Uh, you know, I've been talking shit about the makeups throughout this whole fucking season, but that like <laughs> they did. But the bird beak was sculpted nice and had some nice paint on it. So, I mean, I'm going to give them that if I was talking shit about everything else, to be fair. So you had one out of, like, fucking 80. That was all right, so good for you, mate. But yeah, this was this was this one was for the birds, Joe. I didn't care for it. The final episode of Tales from the Crypt is an animated take on the three little pigs they decided to go out with an american animated fucking episode like, what was going on bobcat goldthwaite who is uh all americans love him let's bring him in joe let's hear it uh shit okay look i'm a fan of frankenstein i really am you know but okay so this it's just like your typical uh three little pigs except the two other pigs the straw and the other one that's not straw one of them has it made out of uh fucking mat sticks and sticks and cigarettes because his name's Smokey the pig yeah, and that's just, all he does is smokes. His vice is smoking all the time. They're just fucking idiots, and like. And then know. the other pig is Drinky the pig, yeah. and he drinks all the time. And his Man. house is made of old bottles and shit. And they're always after hookers, which I get that. That's fine, you know. But they have a smarter brother, you know, who makes the, his house out of brick and named mortar. Whitey the pig. Yeah. Huh? No, I don't remember that. But anyway, <laughs> those guys get their houses blown away, and the big red wolf's after them. They go and live with the other brother, and they're fucking just layabouts, you know, and the brother's like, hey, man, y'all want to go get some fucking jobs or whatever? And they're like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. But the, the wolf tricks them, eats them, like, fucking takes them to court, and, uh, I don't know. The smart brother gets mad. And he makes a uh, Frankenstein guy to go after everybody that fucking like had to do with his brother's demise and shit. And I, I kind of like really tuned out on this shit. Like I was just like kind of like, eh, fuck it. You know, let me wash some dishes while this is playing because this sucks. This really fucking sucked. Um, and it's like, hey, you know, Ren and Stippy. 
it had its you know moment like the john k shit was cool at that time they're trying to fucking copy it and they suck at it not good I mean, you probably dug it. I mean, this was like all about... I mean, I know you think John Kay is cool, and that's a discussion for another time, but this was one that stuck with me. Uh, I know. If you would have asked me a few weeks ago, hey, what are your favorite episodes of Tales from the Crypt? Third Pig definitely would have been in the list because, you know, it was adult animated, and it it had gore and all this but going back and watching it the animation's pretty lousy it's uh really cheap it's okay like the character styling's okay but like the animation's just so cheap and it's just cheap that's the main thing about this is that it's just so cheap at the time it was a novelty because unless you're watching liquid television you're not really Unless you're watching Ren and Stimpy, I mean, Nickelodeon was doing shit at the time, but adult-wise, unless you were watching fucking Liquid TV or uh, Spike and Mike or Mike and Spike, whatever, you wouldn't come across this kind of fucking animation. So at the time, like the movie Kids, it was cool, but now it just... It doesn't really hold up, and there's been so much adult animation that's come forth since this. It's just like this is a this is a real sad way to end a television show that I think is uh pretty good. You know, I'm gonna go back and watch the rest of these, the rest of the six seasons. But what a all encompassing lousy way to end this fucking series uh the whole season was just kind of rubbish for the bin mate and to end it with just this cheap animated fucking thing was i don't know it was just kind of lousy yeah i can say this whole season like i can do without this shit i mean i remember liking the first seasons you know and but honestly, I'm I'm afraid to go back and watch them. I'm afraid that I think they're gonna fucking suck, you know, because this shit sucked. You know, like I said, there there was a couple episodes that were okay, passable, but as a whole, fucking season seven, no, not good. But Joe, if you want to watch them. Starting from the beginning, let me know, and we'll keep doing two a week. Otherwise, I'll just kind of watch them at my leisure, and they'll go up when they go up, but I will go through them all. I think you should do that, Tom, because okay. <laughs> I'm going to focus on uh, our next, not quite a franchise, as a duology, meaning there was two movies made in this series, and it's called red flags and we can watch them on tubi red flags and red flag two i can't wait joe i also can't wait to take a piss and i also can't wait to tell you or i can't wait for you to tell the audience about spider-man's pcp smoking villain spider-man's all right so i'm gonna go to the chat and see what the fuck's going on here there is nobody in the chat. Oh, wait a minute. There is. 
let me I'm here there's nobody here hey fuck you guys then so anyway Tom's out to take a piss because uh, he's got some bladder problems uh, I don't know if you guys know this aside from his diabetes and aside from his uh, uh, erectile dysfunction whatever thing where he can't you know get hard or anything he's got the uh, a thing where it takes him a real long time to piss. Like, he really has got to, like, squeeze it out. And it's, like, takes him a long time. It's not fun. Not fun for the dude. And I'd been considering setting up a uh, GoFundMe for it, thing for him, you know, just for his medical bills. Uh, but he's got his pride, man, you know? Like, he doesn't want to just, you know, take money from you guys or whatever. You know, not for, like, his you know, medical bullshit, but I don't know. I mean, he's back and we'll talk about that later because it's, uh, it's very private for him. Hey, Tom. Hey, what's up, Doc? What's going on? Not much. Yourself? I just had to grab another beer and squirt a little piss into the kitchen sink. I know. I know. you talk about spider-man and this fucking amazing issue so fuck i hope you did because this shit sucks besides the guy getting everyone fucked up on pcp or at so least his plan on trying to get everyone fucked up Spider-Man's on pcp of a fat guy in the uh, in the shadows because spider-man's hates fat people we've established that and he thought it was the kingpin hey fatty hey tubbo but it's not mm. him it is dr faustus who is a guy that can control minds, you know, can, can PCP powers manipulate people and shit. And, uh, and he does like right off the bat, he's like, Hey, Spider-Man's controlling your mind. I, I was like, look at all these fucking, you know, spirits that are jumping out at you. And Spider-Man's <laughs> just like, Oh shit. I've never seen this. The Dr. Octopus be a ghost before. Oh, you haven't, you dumb fuck. It just happened like fucking 10 issues ago, you piece of shit. Don't you remember that? But anyway, he doesn't remember that. And uh, he's like, okay, I'll do whatever you want, Dr. Faustus. And Faustus is like, hey, we're going to break into this one place. And they do. They break into this one place, right? And Faustus is getting some shit that's going to... What? How is it going to have him control the world? Like... What the fuck's going on? He's going to put PCP in the fucking new batch of the flu vaccine. So when people go right, to their yeah. local Walgreens, and they're going to get shot problem. up with the flu yeah. vaccine, but they're like, really going to get shot up with PCP. This is some horse medicine that people are taking instead of a real vaccine. I thought this was really topical. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, it's as relevant today as it was back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, but then Spider-Man's like, "Hey, he like, hey, I'm breaking the spell. Like, what's going on He's here? I'm breaking, breaking the cycle. Fuck yeah. yeah." And you know the typical shit happens. He fights him or whatever. But in the meantime, there's a weird subplot, Tom. Somebody is renting out Aunt May's old apartment. Old house, yes. Old what? flat. 
What the fuck's going on there, Tom? We'll have to find out next week, I guess, unless it's the ghost of Uncle Ben or something you might have missed. Meanwhile... Oh, it's the fucking guy who fucking tried to kill... Or tried to kill the guy who killed Uncle Ben. Meanwhile, in Spectacular Mm, Spider-Man, Morbius Mm. is back, and he's Mm. pissed, and he kidnaps... Kit Kats. Gloria Grant, who is now... Mm. J. Jonah Jerkland's secretary. Mm. And it's like, hey, I want to drink your blood, but something doesn't let him because he's being controlled by some other presence. And oh, he yeah. fights Spider-Man's for a while, and that's it. And it's like a cliffhanger. And I also read Spider-Man's oh, yeah. versus Superman's. Yeah. And that is drawn by Ross Andrew who does the fucking Spider-Man's art, and for some reason, it looks fucking good. <laughs> I mean, art on that shit looks really... Ah, they might add a DC inker. Maybe. Yeah, th- there was something going on to where that shit looked good. It's like, this guy does Spider-Man's every month, and it looks like shit. And this looks fucking awesome. The story's not that great, but goddamn... Like, the art is something else. Maybe, maybe he spent the whole year drawing this shit because it was a big treasury edition. I don't know, Tom. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Hey, Joe, you like alcohol dependency? I do. Fuck, I'm sorry. Kind of live on that. I'm sorry. What, The Edge? Like that song? Like Mudvayne? Something's wrong with the world today. Don't know what it is. Voodoo, voodoo. That was a good one, right? They sold their TV movie rights. Mm-hmm. Damn, I thought you were a weird elder. A weird elder. <laughs> oh, you fuck. Hey, Joe, are you a fucking embarrassment? I am. <laughs> I am such a big fucking embarrassment, Tom. So, for our top five list, or bottom five list, I should say, uh, Tom said, hey, the clothes we wore that we're most embarrassed of. You know, people are, go- or schoolers are going back to school now. So they're getting their own back-to-school clothes, thinking they're so hip and cool. And they're going to look back on this and say, Oi, mate, I was a little shy Roan wearing this shit, yeah? So, like this one, uh, the first two, they're not up to me. I was dressed in this shit, okay? You know, it's just a little fuck. And, you know, I had no control over what I was going to wear because my parents, you know, my mom bought my clothes. And at number five, I have corduroy pants. <laughs> corduroy pants are the most 
dorky as shit, and they just feel fucking weird. That's a, like, fuck quarter. If you still wore corduroy pants, you're some kind of stupid fucking hipster, and fuck you. What year was this? This was like 77, 76. Is that when they first came out and it was like, oh, this is the new cool shit? Maybe not, but, you know, they looked all fuzzy and shit. Like, describe corduroy pants for people who don't know, because it's a very odd material. It's a layered, weird material that's kind of fuzzy, just a little bit of fuzz. But the thing is, like, after you wore them a couple of times, they got rubbed on, like, that fuzz got all fucking freaked out and, like, fucking rubbed out and shit. It was just, I don't know, it's fucking... Yeah, corduroy was just fucking garbage, man. It was like uh, maybe quarter Roy? eighth inch half tubes, like running down the length of the material vertically, and then figure you flock. Yeah, like pinstripes, but like like tactile pinstripes. Raised, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was like an embossed pinstripe, but then it was flocked like a carpet or something. But like I said, that was never my choice to wear it. But still, I wore it. That is your number five? Yes. So my number five, you know, Jankos were a big thing. And, you know, it was the 90s, so everything that was old was new again. And, oh, (laughs) these bell-bottom kids and the 70s fashion is coming back around. And this was the new thing, Joe. Janko just put out a new line of corduroy pants. I still remember them. They were they were brown, and by the pocket, it had the J with the little crown on them—a yellow J with orange dots that I guess were the ruples of the crown, just so it would be even more seventies colors. And, whew, shit. Yep. That uh, the gay nineties in their. Damn shit was stealing stuff from the 70s. I tell you what. It wasn't queer enough. We'll show you how to mow it up, said the 90s. <laughs> and they did, Joe. They did. Shit. Number four. Number four. So uh, I think I've mentioned this one before on another one of our lists. But uh, my grandmother... Used to sew, so she would send me a lot of clothes to wear. You know, when I was a kid, you know, she'd throw them in the mail. Ended up looking like a slave doll from Tales from the Hood. So one of the shirts she made me, and this is, you know, she would make button-up shirts with the collar, but this one, the material was all comic strips from uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. 
So it would have like because nobody listening to this knows what the fuck a welcome back Cotter is. So it would have Barbara Let them know. with a with a fucking uh, word bubble up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> you know? And you know, I you know, I wore it, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And then, you know, got to school. I think it was picture day. You know, and then uh, some like little girl that was in my class, you know, told me, hey, that's a stupid shirt, you stupid. And you fucking S word. Yeah. And like it fucking hit me. It's like, man, is this a stupid shirt? And I fucking felt bad about it. It's like, man, I'm wearing a stupid shirt. Abolita. Yeah. Why? And- and it like hurt my feelings, you know. It's like I was like I felt like shit about it, you know. <laughs> From that day on, Joe said, "I will own." No, like no, women. I didn't want to wear that shirt ever again. Like this girl, like really hurt my fucking feelings, you know. And it fucked me up, you know. Like I didn't want to wear that shirt ever again. And I, I didn't think until, like fucking now, or like, I like, still don't like, think you like, think. Like, no, years back, like, I'm thinking, like, fuck, I wish I had a shirt like that now. I'd wear the fuck out of that shirt. Fuck that little girl. You know, no, no, don't, don't. My grandmother made that shirt. Like, if you're a fucking kid and you have that fucking, you know, wherewithal to say, hey, fuck you. You know, but kids don't have that. You know, kids are just, like, stupid. And I was stupid, man. I mean, you know what you should have told her? Up your nose with a rubber hose. I should have. Yep, it was right there on your your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) With a rubber board. Yeah, yeah. She probably paid for your dress with her pussy, you fucking cunt. You know, that's what I should have said. But I didn't know things like that, Tom. You know, uh, at that time, I didn't know women were things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. I wish I could remember who told me that because I would go back and kill them right now. I don't think you would, Joe, and you're just saying that for comedic effect. My grandmother made that shirt. Fucking bitch. Joe, the gay 90s, you remember them? I know. I'm about to get into them, Tom. <laughs> That's when a Hot Topic first started popping up, and you could find band shirts without going to the concerts. That was cool, right? No. Ah, I know, because you remember Ringer shirts? I'm sure they were popular in the 70s. This is a bit of a ringer, but not it quite. is. But this was like a t-shirt with the rings and then the rings around the sleeves. Around the sleeves, yeah. Yeah, they brought those back hard in the 90s. You remember that shit? I do. You remember the band No Doubt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you I'm want a picture a in the world? Pick- <laughs> I'm just yes. a girl, right? Picture, yep. Sure was. That was my first concert I went to, too, Joe. No doubt. No diggity. Yeah, back it up. Back it up, man. Yes. 
Just imagine fourth grade year old me with my <laughs> shitty bowl cut haircut rocking around with a ringer no doubt shirt. And, you know, it just didn't say, like, no doubt on it, you know, like, just, oh, the logo or whatever. No, it's had a picture of the band on it. That's always cool when you wear a shirt with a picture of people on it. (laughs) Mo doubt. (laughs) Fucked. But then she grew up to make the Paddington song, so it all worked out in the end. I guess it did, Tom. Mm. Hey Tom. Like this, hey Joe. You're familiar with Converse shoes, right? Chuck Taylor. You still wear them? I do. You do? I do. But remember, you may not remember. I wish I didn't remember that there was a point where Chuck. Taylor Damn, like tarantula shoes. Didn't just do high tops; they did boot tops. Tom. What? You know. Uh, they did Converse. Fucking, Converse had old fucking, Chuck Taylor goth style. <laughs> yes, all the way up. Yeah, I had some oh, of those. No. I wore some of those. Yep. Like under your pants. Maybe sometimes. Or did you wear? Did you wear shorts so people could see? That's what no, you I had. I didn't do it with shorts. <laughs> but sometimes I would do it over my pants, Tom. What? Yep. You tuck your pants into the top of the it's shoes? Like a... Like, like a, a military city, guy. Like a city gay F word. Yes. That was me, Tom. Were they jeans you were tucking in? Or like pajama pants where it would be easy to fit into the fucking... <laughs> it was jeans, but they were thin jeans, Tom. <sighs> Fuck. No, I don't remember those shoes. Well, you're lucky, man. Could you even call them boots? Because I'm sure they didn't have like the boot no, soles. They but no, I they mean, they boots. just yeah, no. they were just I mean, long converses. Yeah, you're not gonna go fucking hiking in them or anything. <laughs> I had no idea that shit existed. What that was just cool at the time, or it was different. At the time, Tom, you know, when you're trying to be a young rebel, when you're trying to be different and you're just ending up being like an idiot. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Remember, we were talking about Mudvayne. We were just like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. It was in face paint. Of course I'd like that shit. They were wearing face paint. That's cool music. And then Todd McFarlane came where I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some figures of these guys. And I'll make a comic book called Psycho Circus. And young fat Tommy was like, oh, I got to get me a Kiss shirt. Because I love some Todd McFarlane's and Spawns. And now that Kiss is working with Todd McFarlane's and Spawns, I'm going to wear this glow-in-the-dark Kiss shirt with all their faces on it. What a fucking dick. Dude, I don't even think I can name you three three Kiss songs. Hmm. What a fucking fruit. That's like when I first started listening to ICP too. Like uh 
I don't know, what was this, 96, 97? It's like, oh, they wear face paint. They must be cool. Tommy, you're a fat fucking disappointment. Why don't you shut the fuck up and just go in there shirtless with your fat tits, you fucking dick? Would have been less embarrassing, Joe. All right, so I'm going to go even farther back than those Converse. Because uh, there was a time. What is this, number two? Yeah, this is number two. Uh, there was a time when uh, idiots like me, you know, that were cool. Like, if you were cool, you're going to fucking strap a bandana around your leg. A yellow one? And it probably is going to have some Chinese writing on it. <laughs> or the Chinese sun rising. And yeah, I fucking did that, you know. Why? I don't know. It was a style at the time, and I was going to be cool like everybody else. I was going to be cool, Tom. And what does that mean? Powers Booth didn't tell me what it means when you tie it around your leg. I don't know what it meant. I wasn't like tying up a, like a wound or anything to prevent the blood you know, from flowing out. It was just uh, trying to be cool, Tom. But why? <laughs> Who did you see doing this? And you were just like, everybody. He looks fucking dope. Okay. And when was, was this? The 70s? Thing. It was an 80s thing. It was uh, the 80s. Okay. Was yeah. it like to hide blowing? Yeah. If I've you didn't have pockets in your pants? Until this list came up. It's like, oh, yeah, I did that. And that was fucking stupid. Yeah, I agree. Joe, I bring up a store called Gadzooks often that you don't fucking remember. No, because I was growing this, by that time. Yes, you were. This was like a... Uh, it, a it was bar. like... Kinda, yeah. <laughs> it was like Hot Topic, but for more of the rave crowd, maybe, because that was popular at the time. And they had like these silver pants that looked like they were made out of an astronaut costume that you'd get at Spencer's or something. You know, just like that shitty silver material looks like it would have been like a robot or an astronaut costume and too legit too, too legit, legit to quit, quit. <laughs> and uh not only were they see-through <laughs> so you could see my boxers and shit through them but a lady was also wearing these pants joe I bought them from the men's side of the store, but because you're a man, yeah, you see, <laughs> right? But yeah, a lady was wearing these, so <sighs> still rock them to this day. <laughs> That's right, I'm at my high school weight, Tom. Number Joe. one, number one, now. 
I am not a pedophile. Mm. And I am not a big fan of uh, Corey Feldman. Also debatable. But I had a thriller jacket. But it wasn't red and black, Tom. It was red and gray, which made it a little bit cooler, right? No, it didn't. Drop a R, and that's pretty much what it was. I had the fucking thriller jacket, Tom, with the you know lines and shit. And the Looked like you were an usher at a movie theater. Yes, yeah, I had that fucking jacket, Tom. Why? Did you actually wear it and think you were cool? I did. I did wear it in sixth grade, I think. Wore it and thought I was cool. <laughs> did you get compliments? I don't remember. I don't uh, think I could do a moonwalk or anything. Uh, no, I don't know. Did you get bruised testicles? I probably got beat up a lot. No, I'm sure I got beat up a lot in uh, junior high because I was like like this fucking short and, uh, you know. Oh, so you were taller. Easy to get beat up, you know, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Was that a hot ticket item? I don't. Yeah, probably at that time. Well, Joe, my speaking of being cool and rocking shit that was cool, my number one, can you believe that I would wear FUBU, Joe? I, I do believe that, Tom. Because <laughs> why wouldn't I, right? Because you're white. Joe Lotus yeah. and shit. Yeah, you're a child. Yep. Looking back on that now, I'd just like to apologize to my mother for that shit. <sighs> Cultural appropriating at its finest. Mm -hmm. I wasn't by us or for us, Joe. I was white. And I see that now. <laughs> I see that now. But that's okay. And we had our laughs, but what are we doing next week, Joe? Hey, I'm going to let Tom know that maybe tomorrow. Fantastic. Maybe because I did a lot of thinking today, and that wasn't one of the things I was thinking about. So let's wrap this up and say, if you like Mask Bus Props, if you need something made in that realm, Mask Bus Props, Custom Works Effects, DWNProductions.net, or is it stuff you can kind of see? I'll make you that kind of shit. DWNProductions.net, be it Houston Horror Film Fest, if you're watching live this weekend. Other than that, uh, I'm going to be kind of opened up. I have, ooh, I told people to hit me up mid-August for custom work, but uh, Halloween really isn't super busy for me, contrary to what you might think. So uh, hit me up, and I might be able to get you something for Halloween, Joseph. Hey, go to fastcustomshirts.com, order some shit, uh, hit me up if you want some custom work, but only if you're going to pay, like, right away, because, uh, yeah, I'm, I can't fucking just wait for you to pay. I'm enough with that shit. But uh, 
Otherwise, we'll be at Fast or what is it? Uh, Houston Houston Horror, Horror Film, Film Fest Festival. this weekend in surprisingly Houston Tejas at the Marriott West Chase, wherever the fuck that is in Houston. Yeah, but DWNProductions.net, mask bus props, all that shit, fast custom shirts, literally thousands of t shirt designs, most of which under $15. Plus shipping, but come on, shipping. Joe doesn't fuck you. You're going to get, if you want a t-shirt, most likely you're going to get it for 20 bucks shipped. But Joe, I hope you have a good week. I hope everybody listening has a good week. But most of all, boy, God. Oh,